Hi, and welcome to my Master Making Money with Your Marketing podcast. My name is Nicole Diedrich, and I am the owner of Diedrich Marketing Strategies. And I'm so excited that you're here to learn about how to make more money from your marketing. This is a topic that I talk a lot about with my clients uh, and those who are interested in growing businesses. And it's a topic that we forget about often, about how important marketing is to really scaling our businesses monetarily wise. So if you're here, you're ready to learn more about marketing and how it can make you more money. And I can't wait to have you listen. See you on the other side. Well, this is our last podcast episode for this season. Just to know, I'll only be gone for like four weeks, the month of April, trying to recoup, take breaks, and making sure that for all of you, we're still creating very valuable, valuable content. But today, I wanted to talk about self-sabotaging in your business, three signs that you're doing it, and then also how to stop, right? This is something that I have and do at times still struggle with. And it's something that I see my clients, Jessica, see our members in the lounge do all of the time. And, you know, the most important thing to note here is self-sabotaging is something we can actually control, right? It's actually something to be looked at as an opportunity. And you're always going to find that I try to be, you know, the half glass full, like the glass is half full type of gal, right? And I think it's really important to know that when negative things are happening or when we are, you know, self-sabotaging, we do get to control that and we do get to make those changes if we want and if we can identify that we're actually doing it, right? So what are the three signs? How can we stop doing them? How have I noticed them? What do I do to stop doing them? And what does it do to like change my business? So I'm someone with high functioning anxiety and I'm a business owner. <laughs> It's something that just runs in my family, but what it does is it causes obviously racing thoughts, procrastination tendencies, because I feel I do better with results if I'm super busy and last minute. And of course, just all of the overthinking affecting sleep at times and just like the stress of feeling like the world is on my shoulders. So if you feel this way at times, it's actually pretty normal in today's society because we are so fast paced and we are expected to do so much as human beings and that's not necessarily how like our bodies were made and our brains were made right granted our brains have a lot of potential and I definitely believe there's so much more that us humans in our brains can do considering they say the max that we use of our brains is 10% right of its capacity so Again, getting into kind of the out there stuff, but I believe in a lot of that. And if you follow me like on person, you guys know I'm into astrology, I'm into numerology, I'm into understanding, you know, my human type and like all of these things, right? And I think it's essential to, as a business owner, what something has helped me, especially when I'm seeing myself do self-sabotaging things is looking inward and trying to work on those things within myself, right? Again, anything that has to do with our thoughts, our feelings, we personally get to control those. That is in our control. So it's something that's empowering. Okay, so one of the first things that I notice for myself and for clients and those who are in my space, that's a sign that you are self-sabotaging yourself is procrastination. 
Now, as someone who has procrastinated her whole life and still does believe that she does great work and a short deadline, it is one of the worst ways for me to gain anxiety and stress because I am procrastinating, which then, again, is literally self-sabotaging my goals, what I'm trying to accomplish, and what I'm wanting to do. And procrastination usually happens because we are good at that item. Maybe it's a little bit boring right now. Maybe we're just not in the mood, right, to get it done. This happens not just in my business, but like normal home life, right, like freaking laundry. I can do laundry all day long, like put it in the washer, put it in the dryer. I love it. Cleaning, like spraying the smell good stuff on it. That stuff's actually really fun. I'm fine with it. It's the folding and putting away the clothes that I procrastinate the most on, right? And I think it's really important to note that this happens in all facets of our life. And what does that do? When we procrastinate, it takes away from other things that we could be doing that aren't maybe daily tasks or mundane tasks within our business and within our lives. And what I've noticed is procrastination is kind of like that first step of self-sabotaging. Like the next two that I go into and talk about are obviously more business related, but it can still be related just in life in general. And I think it's like it compounds off each other. And procrastination for me happens, again, when maybe it's a mundane task, maybe I'm just not in the mood a lot of it has to do with like how I'm feeling. But as adults, we just have to do things, right? As business owners, we just have to do things that may not be our favorite thing at the time. But just remember, the goal is for one day, for you to have people coming and supporting you in your business who do love those things that you don't like to do, who are experts in those things that you are not and that you just don't have the savvy for that you don't want to do. And that's really the goal. But how do we get there? We have to do it ourselves and we have to keep pushing ourselves and we cannot continue to keep self-sabotaging or it's going to slow down the process. So what I do for procrastination is I look at the tasks that I have. I love writing lists, like even though we're in digital age, lists and crossing things off are so helpful to me and really help me get things done. So I have a like calendar, a daily calendar where I write out every day, what are the tasks I need slash want to get done. And then I always say for the last, like the ones that are usually the easiest to do, but I'm just not wanting to do, right? So something that helps me now in the mornings is I try to get those tasks done first. I will say today, I did not do that. One, because I'm just not feeling the best because I was had to go home sick yesterday. But, you know, I'm giving myself grace with the tasks. But when I am aware of my procrastination, it's a lot easier for me to decide and say, hey, not doing that today. This is why you don't want to do procrastination. Here's how it's going to help you if you get these things done. And then you're not going to have to stress about it anymore because it's done. If you're like me, that's what you do. You're like, oh, I'll push it off to tomorrow. And then all night long, you're thinking about this thing that you wish you would have gotten done today so you didn't have to do it tomorrow. Yeah, that's me. So (laughs) if writing things down, if taking like voice notes helps, if organizing your day, I love project management tools like ClickUp is one of my favorites. This really helps me. But also knowing that like getting those items done saves you so much stress and turmoil in the long run. And it also allows you to stop self-sabotaging yourself, which if you keep procrastination up, this is what happens next, right? Let's say you get super busy and you have all this work to do now. The next step or the second thing that happens with self-sabotage is you usually fall into a not showing up space. 
Now, like I said, some of these can be relative to both life and business. And I do think they kind of coincide together when it's happening. And like what I mean by not showing up for your business is you're usually not marketing, you're not reaching out to people, you're not selling, right? You're kind of in your cocoon. Maybe you're comfortable with where you're at. Maybe you're nervous about growing. That's usually why I do this. And it's something that I really have to be adamant about not doing. And also for like the personal side of it, I usually in these states of overwhelm and procrastination and like self-sabotage, I'm also not showing up in my friendships, my relationship with my husband, my family. Like I'm trying to just like cocoon myself because my brain is literally overworking, right? It's just like so overloaded that I feel like I can't do anything, which is not the case, but it really sucks when I'm in those moments. And I know a lot of people who are business owners can relate to this as well. So something that really helps me is every day I'm adamant about showing up in some way. And I like to call it for a business. It's kind of where you get into this like marketing paralysis. You're like, oh my gosh, I've talked about this so much. I feel like people aren't resonating with it anymore. They're getting annoyed. But you have to remember like, (laughs) we are not that important to other people. We want to be important to our customers and clients. We're trying to be important, but we aren't. So how do we continue to show up so that we can be a little bit more top of mind and making them want to say yes? And you have to do that by showing up. If we're not showing up, if we're not marketing, we are literally self-sabotaging ourselves with one of the easiest tasks we can do every day, right? Which is make one simple post. Doesn't even have to be long. Can ask questions. Like there are so many things that we can do to help engage and show up that doesn't have to take a lot of time, that doesn't have to take a lot of pre-planning. Granted, I will say if you do a monthly marketing strategy, it helps you so much with staying on task and not self-sabotaging. And it's something I've realized is just kind of this domino effect. And with that domino effect comes where you're in a space of, oh my gosh, I need to get more sales. Oh my gosh, I need to get more clients. And it usually, this all usually starts because things are going great. Then you're like, ah, I can like slack off a little bit, right? Slack off in my business, slack off in life. And I want us all to know that with self-sabotage, it's usually happening because of fear. And most of the time, it's not fear of what we're doing right now, what we're accomplishing right now. It's literally fear of growth, fear of getting bigger, fear of making more money and making more impact. And to me, it's crazy. Like when you have fear of something like that, it means that you know that you can do that. And so we're literally in this cycle of our own brains and bodies holding us back when we could literally be achieving our goals that we want to achieve, but we're just in fear paralysis, right? Fear sabotage. And so if you're really wanting to hit these goals, you have to be accountable for yourself for the things that you're doing. And it is so hard to be this disciplined. And I think people don't understand that about us business owners is how disciplined you have to be to get movement in your business in a world full of so many people doing the same thing as you, right? Selling the same things as you. And to me, it's like, I have finally realized these traits and things that I do so that I can take these deep breaths. I can go take time for myself and, you know, recharge really is what it's telling me when I get into these self-sabotaging ways. And number three, This one's probably the most self-sabotaging thing any of us can do, 
because it's literally, again, that fear of growth, accomplishment, more money, more impact, all the things. And it is bad follow-up. So many people, including myself at times, don't get me wrong, totally me, and so many of my clients struggle with this because I can't tell you how many people have come to me and said, Nicole, I just don't get it. I sell, I market, I do all the things I'm supposed to do, and people don't buy. People don't buy my products, they don't buy my service. And usually my first question out of my mouth is, well, how's your follow-up? Like, what are the things that you're doing to get them to come back and say yes? Because people have lives. We are not their top priority. They are not wanting to spend more money usually, right? Like, when somebody spends money, it's because they're like, ooh, that thing or that service, like, it is going to help me do X or it's going to make me feel X. Like, it is a want or a need, and it is a solution of some sort, right? But most of the time, people really have to think before buying that, even if they want it, even if they're like, yes, that's a thing that I want, right? I know I want it, but I have to think because I'm investing in it. I'm spending money that I may or may not have right now. I may not know what that investment entails in the long run, et cetera, right? And so a lot of us get burnt out on the idea that we're doing all this selling, but something must be wrong with our offer or our product because people aren't buying it immediately. And really, it's because we don't have a follow-up plan. We don't have a follow-up marketing strategy. And so for those of you who are in e-commerce, it is essential that you have solid email marketing and you know email flows that are going to abandon carts, email flows that are going to people who sign up on your email list, campaigns that are reminding people, hey, I see that you've been on the site the last 30 days, but haven't bought anything. How can I help? Like All of these things that you can do, all of this set up so that you're not losing and missing anyone. If you're a service provider, you need to make sure you have a reach out sales system, right? How much do you reach out to people? Are you reaching out to them on different places like messenger, text message, email, right? A lot of people open our stuff. They just write then and there. It's not a priority. The reason people don't respond if you've had conversations with them is because we didn't show the urgency. And I was reading something last night that like really... It was a mind opening to me because it's something that I don't even do yet that I'm going to start doing. I mean, I've done it sometimes, but like actually consistently have a strategy for closing sales if they don't close on the call. But it was saying how you need to make sure you're giving people commands in a sense, right? People need to know what you want them to do. So if you're a service provider, and again, you can do this as an e-commerce provider too in your emails, giving them a timeline, adding the urgency, what's different? Like for me, whenever I offer services to clients, because we get booked up crazy quickly, right? I only have a certain amount of number of slots for clients because that's just how I want to run my boutique agency. And so what I say now and what this post reminded me that I need to continue to do more often and like literally put it into my summary emails is this offer is good for two weeks, right? Like put some date on it. It could be longer than that. If you're doing email marketing, right, it should be like, hey, I see that you like this item, you're new here, here's this discount, but it's good until X. Because what this does is it sets the standard for what we need from that customer, that client, and then they're getting that information, right? They're not just like mulling it over. They're then thinking, oh, I only have two weeks, so if I have questions or if I really want to do this, I need to get back to her. And of course, there's going to be people who don't buy, who don't get back to you when you've spent time. And I think something that's hard and why bad follow-up is such a terrible self-sabotaging trait 
is because we just think that if we don't get the immediate sale, it's a no. And everyone hates being told no. Like it's a really hard thing. Everyone also hates reaching out, spending this time and just being ghosted, right? But a lot of that has to do with our sales process and making sure that we are communicating the value. But also for those of us who are service providers, making sure we're actually talking to the right people. Like, are they prepared to invest in whatever it is you're selling, right? Are they ready to make that, like, is the problem that big of a problem right now for your service to solve it? There's so many things that go on that we beat ourselves up about. So then we do bad follow-up. And then of course, we're not getting the sales that we want or the conversions that we want from those conversations. And it is so amazing to see my e-commerce clients, right, who are in the lounge, go through Jessica's training through Clavio and be bombarded with information from their customers, right, and be bombarded with more sales and finally people taking action on their emails and all of these things because people need reminders. And we are so, so busy. Like I said earlier at this episode, like we are running at a level that I do not think humans were meant to like run at like we're kind of like getting to that robot stage of where we need everything now and if it's not instant like something's wrong with it and if it doesn't feel good then something's wrong with it and if I don't want to do it right now it means I shouldn't have to do it ever and that's just not how life works and if you want to be a successful business owner especially if you're having self-sabotaging things happen you have to be accountable for you and you have to be like am I doing everything in my power to get these sales, to reach my customers, to, you know, grow the business the way I want to grow it. Because most of the time, like harsh is harsh and harsh is the truth. We're not. Like the answer is no, I am not doing everything I can or investing in the things that I need to invest in or getting the help that I need to get help. Because to me, time is literally the most valuable thing that we all have in life. It can be taken at an instant. And money can be gained and grown and whenever you want, wherever you want. Like literally people do anything to make money. Like at this point in time, like in our world as human beings, this is the most opportunity people have ever had to make as much money as they ever have. And we are just literally at the start of it, right? Like our world is going to change so much in the coming years and decades. People being able to make money doing whatever the hell they want to do while still having jobs, like the opportunity for that is there. But what's not there is time. Like we are, even though time is an illusion, I I mean, people say that all the time, but like as human beings, we feel it, right? There are memories attached to our time and we only have a certain amount of it and then it's gone. And I think for us, if you are building a business and you are wasting time because you want to do everything by yourself, because you think you know it all, because you think that you have to be like this martyr and business ownership. And trust me, this was me when I first started, okay? I was young, dumb, and thought I knew everything. And I didn't really think that, but like I felt, okay, if I can do it, why should I pay somebody else to help me do it, right? That was my thoughts. Like, I know I can do it, but how much time did I waste learning those things, right? that I'm not great at, or that I'm not something that I want to be an expert in. And I think it's really essential to be that self-aware. So that once you're starting to see those moments, you're like, okay, yeah, my time is so much more valuable than me trying to figure this out. 
So what can I do to get savvy to have someone help me who's good at this? And it's not always having to exchange money. Sometimes it's exchanging services or products. Like there is so much opportunity for you not to pay money to get help, (laughs) like so much. And I think for us, when we go over these three self-sabotaging things that we do, procrastination, not showing up, and then bad follow-up, there are obviously endless ways for us to get through those and to recognize them. But I want you guys to know that we have full control over this. You have full control over your self-sabotaging ways, whether you want to admit it or not. And it's hard. It is not easy. It takes work. But something that I've heard from like a lot of people in my space recently and from like a group program I, I'm in is there's a lot of people nowadays that want to make buttloads of money, right? And stay on a beach and not do any work. And I'm just here to say, like, that's not how that works. Every millionaire and billionaire out there works their butt off, especially self-made millionaires and billionaires. Like it did not happen because they just sat on a beach and were like, universe I want to be a billionaire so it is like that's just not what happened and I know that people try to play this card of it's so easy to make money so easy so it's not it is difficult and you have to grind and you have to be passionate about what you do because I think that's what gets you through the hard parts through the parts of you almost quitting through the tears the pain like the learning of, oh my gosh, I did that so wrong and I feel terrible about that, right? And I think for me, when it comes to self-sabotaging, especially these three things that like I've done and do at times, it's a reminder to me that one, it's okay to be human and to give myself grace through these things, but that I'm the one standing in my way. Nobody else is. Nobody else is, you know, pushing me down the ladder instead of up the ladder. And it's, you know, it's kind of empowering when you get to say, oh, I'm doing that. How do I fix that? Oh, okay, I need to do X, Y, Z. And each of you guys are going to have different things that help motivate you to get you out of these self-sabotaging ways. But most of the time, at least from what I see with like potential clients and other business owners that are just in my space, the reason they're struggling is because they are way too worried about the future, the past. And they're not enough in the present and what they're doing right now to compound the possibility of becoming more successful, getting more sales, getting more clients. Like they're so focused on things that don't matter, that they have no control over, that they literally just keep spinning this hamster wheel and they're not going anywhere. It's just the hamster wheel. And it's sad to see because it's an easy thing to change. It is nobody else. It's a a you thing. And that's a hard thing to hear when you're like, oh, shit, like I'm probably the one who's holding myself back. But it's also hopefully rainbow at the end of a, you know, storm that, okay, I actually do have a lot of control over this an opportunity to actually move forward. And for someone who has the high functioning anxiety that I do and the stress of just business ownership and life in general, and like obviously really wanting to help people and putting people before myself way too often at times, you are not alone in feeling like, ah, like, shoot, I'm the person who's doing the bad things to me. But there's such a big opportunity for you to change your route and to be able to say, no, I'm going to take initiative. 
I'm going to focus on these things. And when I notice it, here's what I'm going to do. And your business and life can change so quickly. Like there are so many people with amazing products and amazing businesses, and they're just not asking for the right things. They're not getting support. They're angry at other people making more money than them, right? Like all of these things that are making it negative currently within their business space and their ability to grow their business easier, even though it's not really ever easy, but there is a way to do it easier. And a lot of that is, you know, not letting yourself self-sabotage, asking for the help when you need the help, looking for the help when you need the help, and being aware of, okay, what are the things that I can do to support myself to get better? Um, How can I stop doing these traits that I don't want to be doing anymore? Who's a good influence? How can I find people who are trying to accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish so I feel more heard and seen and not alone? That's also really important. But I will say that this is a normal part of business. There are going to be ups and downs and there's going to be times where you feel great and there's going to be times where you feel like shit and that's okay. That's normal. But just know that when it comes to how you're feeling and the things that you are doing and acting on, you get to decide and have control over all of those things. So I hope that this episode was helpful. I know this is the last one for a little while, but if you're new here, hi, I'm so happy you're here. Please go back through and listen to our other episodes. I know I try so hard to pack a ton of info and support and knowledge in these podcasts, and I've heard great things, so I just appreciate the support. Remember, if you're on Apple Podcasts, I would love a review of the podcast as well if you're loving it. And again, if you ever need support with anything or have a topic you'd like us to talk about, please send it my way. I would love, love, love to give you some tips and talk about all of the things to support you guys on your business journey. But I'm wishing you well. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And thank you so much for listening. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I know taking the time out of your day is you know, hard at times as a business owner or if you're building a business, so I really do appreciate it. And I hope that it was super insightful. Again, if you have any questions or really love this podcast episode, make sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you can stay updated on all of our new releases. And again, if you're looking to find us, just search Diedrich Marketing Strategies because that's where we're at on all of the social channels. I look forward to having you listening to our next episode and thank you again so much for being here. Bye.